0: Thank you for joining us on another episode of Popcorn for Breakfast with your co-host Kirk. Hello, hello. I am your other co-host Cam. If you guys are tuning in live right now, I want to give you a special shout out because we were supposed to go live one hour ago, but let me tell you something, live streaming is not for the weak-minded, no. right? It's not and for, we
1: are weak-minded, this is, we that's are, the moral of the story.
0: That we are. You gotta have thick skin, of which we do not. You have to have not thick skulls, which is not us also. But let me just say, someone didn't want this episode to happen tonight. I don't know who it was. You know, I, I don't know if it was just the world. I don't know. My vehicle certainly didn't, but we had some technical difficulties on multiple fronts. We had vehicular difficulties and then technical difficulties on top of that. So let's, let's just dive into that because if you're watching the stream right now or listening, you need to know that we are hardcore. I that's was right. on my way here. I was, I was sprinting back from St. Louis. I was like, ah, oh, gotta get, gotta get home. Gotta get home to record. And this was after the tornado warning. Okay. So we, that's, that's check number one, that this was not supposed to happen tonight. Tornado warning. Okay. We had that happen. And I waited it out, and I was like, all right, I can leave at 7.30. I'll make it home in plenty of time. Left, started getting home. My engine overheats. All right? I kid you not. My engine overheats. And here's what takes me off about this, Kirk. I have owned my vehicle, the vehicle that I'm driving, for 11 years. So perhaps this shouldn't be surprising. But here's what's frustrating about it. Every, I have never once touched the coolant on this vehicle, not one time, because every 5,000 miles, I take my car to the instant oil change place, and I don't want the, the car people chirping me about the instant oil change place, but let me tell you something about those guys. They are supposed to check the coolant. That's right. They are supposed to check it, and I just went there last Sunday, and I don't know what they did. Maybe they emptied it and then like, didn't put any I don't know what happened, but mm-hmm. I had no coolant. And I don't have a leak because I would have noticed a leak because my car is parked outside. And so I would have seen it, but I did not. Anyway, no coolant, my car, my car overheats on the way home. So then I had to go to Gas Donald's, which like, thank the Lord for Gas Donald's, that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that beautiful, beautiful right? establishment, it's, yes.
0: It's an oasis in the middle of a desert, the desert of life. <laughs> I, I, there, nary a moment in my life has gas Donald's not been there for me? Gas Donald's is always there in your time of need. And so thank you, gas Donald's. I went to gas Donald's. I got some coolant, got home. Okay. Then we get online and we're having internet issues, which may persist. They may persist. I don't know.
1: That is correct. I think I ran, uh, three miles around my house trying to find all of the right equipment to remedy this problem. Um, I think it's, I think it's on my end and I am very sorry. I apologize.
0: Yeah, we had an episode. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite thing in recent popcorn for breakfast history <laughs> is <laughs> we were doing a stream. Uh, it was like I think it was our first stream ever, and you were having some technical difficulties, and you had come back from being frozen, and in the middle of a sentence where you said, "You said, you know," and usually I think the technical difficulties are on my end, and then it froze. I was like, "That is <laughs> just that is like chef's kiss." So beautiful. Yep. It was just, you could have put that in the Louvre. That was just art. It was art in motion. And I couldn't even be mad at that point. It was just hilarious. It was just
1: hilarious. Yeah. I hope that, uh, hope that this is sustainable for the rest of the night. Um, we haven't, <laughs> let's see if this happens. We haven't had any glitches so far since we've started <laughs> the live stream. We are going strong and nothing is occurring and nothing will happen, especially on my end. Yes. And we're in good shape here. Let's wow, see you're what testing happens.
0: It. You're testing it. I like it. Uh, yeah. So if you're, if you're watching over the live stream, thank you. Thank you for being patient with us as we dealt with all of that. Um, here's some more housekeeping. This is just going to be a fun show. This is going to be fun. I can just tell you already. It's going to be a blast. It's off to a great start. And here's the other bit of housekeeping. Let me prime you for this. Kirk, you, you will know this better than anybody because you also have two kids. Mm. My children and my wife, God bless her, have been at the zoo all day. They've been seeing animals. They've been getting filled up with tacos and ice cream and they are on their way home. It is currently as we're recording. Oh, I don't have my watch on. It is 10 o'clock. night. My children's bedtime is 8 PM. Okay. They are on their way here. My dogs who are small and loud are upstairs. So really at any moment, it's like we're sitting on a ticking time bomb right now at any moment. Chaos will unfold above me, the likes of which you've never seen or heard in this world. And you will probably be able to hear it. I I mean, this is a nice microphone, but I'm in a big open room, as you can probably hear. And there is there is nothing on this planet that could stop the sound that is going to come from (laughs) upstairs. It will be a chaos of biblical and prehistoric proportions that will unfold as soon as they walk through the door.
1: Yeah. I mean, some, some crazy things might happen. I think all of your Funko pops are just going to attack you uh, because the sound barrier is just going to explode into that room for sure. Um, what are you, what are we going to do when they do arrive? I mean, are you going to need to assist, uh, where are we at with this? No, No,
0: I've already, (laughs) she's on her own. I've already signed the contract. I'm, I'm on, I'm on duty tomorrow morning. And so I'm off duty tonight. That's how that works. I got you. Um, but it will be loud, and you will probably be able to hear it. And Funko Pops may fall off the off the wall at me. It's mm-hmm. it's happened before. And as you know, two year olds, three. My son's almost three now. Are basically baby velociraptors. They yes. they, they they're not fleet of foot. They stop everywhere they go as mm-hmm. hard as they possibly can. Like it like you will. It will sound like there is a rhinoceros above me, but it's not. It's just it's a small like forty pound mm-hmm. creature. Yes, so unless
1: they brought one home from the zoo. This is possible. That's also possible. Because your son is very persuasive. He is uh,
0: persuasive. It's hard to say no to him. And if if there were animals for sale, I can bet that he's got one
1: right yes. now. Me, I will be stifling yeah, yawns wow. throughout Throughout this entire episode, I have been trying to hide them over the past uh, five and a half minutes. I've been like, uh, if you were watching closely, my eyes were watering up. My face kind of froze in a very unnatural way. It's because I'm very tired. I'm very tired. I, uh, but I have no real reason for it. I have not been running. I have not been um, gallivanting around town. I have just been home. There's no real reason to it. Um, Perhaps I got too much sleep last night. I'm just going to brag about that. It's pretty good. That's so pretty you good.
0: are going to yawn through the show because yes. you got too much sleep last night.
1: Exactly right.
0: Perfect. I think yes. that's... Uh, I hate you, I guess is what <laughs> I'm trying to say, because that <laughs> that is outrageous. But you yes. know what? To each their own. Wow, that's pretty ridiculous. Um, okay. Next time, oh, just wow. like... Mute yourself or something. Or I will mute you. I will. I have the power. I think
1: it's important for everyone to hear. No, it's terrible. That's terrible radio. That's like the worst radio. Yes. I think coughing is bad. But yawning? I mean, people want to relate... And I hope that anyone listening is yawning along right now with me.
0: They probably are. And that's why I'm saying it's terrible. It's just bad radio. Let um, me ask you,
1: when, when you yawn, have you ever yawned in the car, but it was such a hard yawn that you like almost crashed the car that you were like, you couldn't see because the strength of the yawn took up your entire face and you had no visibility. Yeah, there,
0: there are yawns that require you to close your eyes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I tried to refrain from that while <laughs> I'm driving in general. Uh, <laughs> you know one of the one of the best ways to refrain from driving or not from driving from yawning while you're driving is to chew gum. Chew gum. Oh, pro tip: don't chew gum you're right nice. now because we're you have a microphone in your face and that will sound even worse than yawning. That'll uh, sound. That's,
1: that's probably true.
0: That'll be yeah. absolutely horrible. And there's nothing I hate more than mouth sounds. Please don't. Yeah. Seriously, I will, <laughs> I will seriously like punch you through the screen. It's it, I hate <laughs> mouth sounds on microphone. It makes me want to die. Um, okay, so. For those of you who are watching the stream, thank you for being with us. For those of you who are listening to, epi- to the episodes of the podcast, just a friendly reminder, this episode will be divided into two parts. First part will be our news, our what's popping, and the second part will be our review. So if you're listening to the episode and you're like, hey, where's the review? Come back on Friday. That's when the review will drop. We're reviewing this week a movie called Nobody, starring Nobody. Bob Odenkirk. Kirk and I actually went to the movie theaters. We saw this... In kino, it's German for it's like, in the cinema, we saw, oh. it. we saw it in the movie theater, in the movie oh. house, like real live people, we were following our CDC guidelines, we were masked up, socially distanced seating, it was great. Was it, how did it, it feel was, to be back in the theater, Kirk?
1: It felt so good, man. It really did. You, you got the heated seats. They, they kick up. You got the foot rests. There were probably eight people in there total, including us, yeah. uh, in, including the projector specialist, whoever, and it was great. It was wonderful. I felt relaxed. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed my popcorn and my Sody. It was a wonderful time. I'd go back again.
0: I know. I'm excited to go back again. In fact, this Wednesday, Godzilla versus Kong releases... And I believe that will, I mean, barring some sort of other movie event, that feels like it's going to be our review for next week. And I have to say, there, there's just something un-American. I don't know if that's the right word, but there's something not right about watching monsters fight each other for the first time on your home screen. So I feel like i got to find a way to get to the theater to see Godzilla versus Kong, because I feel like it will just be a way better movie-going experience.
1: I hear that. I hear that. This is one, as I've, as I've mentioned before, I'm not super excited to see this, but I will. Cause it's my job. It is my job that I get paid $0 for and I will continue to pour money into it. Uh, so let's do it. Let's go to the theater Wednesday.
0: Yes. That's when it comes out. We don't have to yeah. go see it Wednesday, but that is when it comes out. Um, and it'll, Mid- it'll also be on HBO max for those of you guys who are not yeah. going to the theater
1: midnight premiere uh, at the theater. What do you think?
0: They don't do that anymore. They don't <laughs> what if do we that? just
1: go there at midnight? We can. In, yeah,
0: yeah. I like that.
1: And uh, just demand it. it. Yes.
0: Say no. Find now. We want the. We want the. <laughs> we want the dinosaur dragon monster versus the giant ape right now. It's important.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think this is a good plan. It and is we'll, a good plan. And once we do this, we will definitely not see you next week to record this episode because we'll be in jail. We'll be it, yeah, it we'll in your... prison
0: for trespassing and for violent. For violence against public property or personal but property. But
1: the f- following week will be bailed out and it'll be a great story for the next episode. The
0: best, the best story. <laughs> but you know what? The people at Marcus theaters are so kind. They might just oblige us. They might just be like, you know what? Come on, come on, let's watch it. They'll, they'll cozy up next to us and we'll eat some popcorn and watch some monster movies. I mean, it'll be, it'll be a great time. Um, So that's coming up: Godzilla vs Kong. Mark your calendars, March thirty first, which is Wednesday. That will be available on HBO Max or in the theater if you're feeling adventurous. Uh, but like I said, this week we're reviewing nobody. We got some. We got some news to cover and what's popping. So for those of you who are listening to the first half of the episode, we'll have plenty to cover there, and then we'll do our review and and we'll get the heck out of here because, like I said, it's been a crazy, crazy day, and I feel like we are. We are testing fate right now with this episode. It feels yes. like final destination. Like this episode was not meant to happen. And at any moment, my ceiling could just poof, and it would be game over. So um, yes. without further ado, let's dive into what's popping. <laughs> Kirk's got the popcorn. That's not fake at all. That looks very real. Look at that. Great sound it, effects too.
1: It is delicious.
0: <laughs> you just pop that right now. That's what that sound was. That sound effect that I played, that was actually Kirk popping that popcorn.
1: I've got the fastest popcorn machine on the face of this planet. It's. I wish you guys could taste this. It's so good. Oh, okay, got it. I'm good. I'll enjoy this later.
0: Yes, yes. All right. Um, I know. That's, this is exactly how I feel. This is exactly. We just got a comment about moist mouth sounds. No. See, there are people <laughs> on my side here, Kirk. It, I hate it. It's the worst. So let's just get to the news, okay? I'm selfishly going to start with the story that I want to talk most about, which is that we got a full trailer for The Suicide Squad, which is the, the next installment in the DCEU. It's coming out in theaters and on HBO max as with all Warner brothers movies this year on August 6th. And we got a full trailer. Just a reminder, this is being directed by James Gunn who directed the guardians of the galaxy films. And this has got a cast list that is just boggling to the mind. I mean, I, I I can't even begin to list them all, but there's some, you know, there's some big heavy hitters in there. We got Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, obviously, John Cena. We've got Sylvester Stallone playing King Shark. Taika Ytt in a yet-to-be-disclosed role. Sean Gunn, as always, with his brother. We've got Joel Kinnaman. We've got... Um, oh, who else do we have? Uh, Jai Courtney. I mean, just like loads and loads on. and loads. It's insane. It's an insane cast list. Um, but let's talk about this trailer because... The DCEU, we talked about it at length last episode. If you weren't in on last episode, um, one of the things that we talked about was our schoolyard pick of DCEU films. And I think, you know, so far, I'm just going to say my opinion, and and I think it's our collective opinion, that the movies that have been spit out by DCEU, the, the DC Comics Extended Universe, have not been great. And they're kind of in a position right now where they need, to, they need to figure something out. You know, they need to figure out what their next big thing is. And, you know, James Gunn is one of those directors. He's really a hot director right now. He's done some amazing movies. People love his work on Guardians. And um, so I feel like we're at a point now where this is sort of make or break time for them. And I'm wondering if this is the movie to do it. Kirk, based on the trailer... How are you feeling about the Suicide Squad?
1: I'm feeling good. My biggest contention with with when I was uh, trying to figure out, wrap my head around the characters, was King Shark. I was like, how how is that going to work? How are they going to make this possible? Like, I trust James Gunn, but I was very concerned about that particular character. So when the trailer dropped and we... <laughs> And we have King Shark just saying what does he say? He's just like nom nom I'm gonna eat like he just lifts that thing up and the voice Yeah, he says like, nom nom, I- nom
0: as he's eating a human being. <laughs> like you actually that's an actual thing that happens in the trailer and then he rips a guy in half
1: it's so good and the fact that that is sylvester stallone just makes it all all the more charming like i was highly most concerned about that character and because like i'm i'm all my my chips are in on this now because of that moment in the trailer i trust it can completely and entirely it's going to be a blast it's going to be such a good a good ride
0: yeah, I mean, it looks it looks really fun, and I think, you know, I wasn't too worried about <laughs> King Shark specifically, I think, but the way they're going is just such a James Gunn way to go about it, it's, like, very much in the same way that he handled Groot, like, first of all, King Shark looks adorable, like, he's yes. precious, you just want to, like, pat his head, I mean, he's just, like, a chunky little shark guy, and who's, like, very round, but, and is, like, wearing, like, acid washed jean shorts i don't know (laughs) like that's what that's the vibe i'm getting there and he like i said says num num while he's eating a person and then he is in the meeting with oh viola davis how did i forget viola davis she's playing um amanda waller and he's in a briefing meeting with amanda waller and he raises his hand and he's like and 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 she's like (laughs) Yes, that's your hand. <laughs> that's your hand. And like you said, like the fact that it's Sylvester Stallone just makes it so great. Um, there's something there. like James Gunn has these connections with people and Sylvester Stallone is one of them because he uh, was one of the ravager, you know, like the high ranking ravager officials in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. But overall, I'm extremely encouraged by this trailer. I think it looks really good. It's It certainly has the James Gunn flair. I think the character design looks good, I think. I mean, even like we've got the title treatment up here. I thought you know, it feels like it feels in a lot of way like a lot of ways like Quentin Tarantino meets superhero films. And and yes. that's what's exciting to me because that's like my dream come true, <laughs> quite honestly. And the fact that the villain that they went with for the Suicide Squad is Starro, which is a tele telekinetic starfish He's a giant alien starfish, basically, and they yes. made it even look more starfishy than I think he does in the comics. Um, that's just awesome. And, and so, one of the things that you get with James Gunn that I really appreciate is that he's a legit comics fan. Like he he has read it all. He he still reads comics. I was watching him on Twitter interacting with a fan of the of the comic Invincible by Robert Kirkman, which just got turned into an Amazon Prime series, and. You know, he's there interacting with people. He's actually read it. You know, this is like a huge, highly paid movie director. And he's like, oh yeah, I've read Invincible and uh, I know what's going on there. So it's just exciting. I, I think I think it's exciting. I have no idea what it means for the DCEU because I think it, that that's pretty much in shambles, uh, even following Zack Snyder's Justice League or really especially following Zack Snyder's Justice League because we know that that's a, a bridge to nowhere, <laughs> essentially. Like there's nothing happening really that, comes off of that. So I don't know. I don't know that it's going to save the DCEU, but I know that it, it you know, at least looks like it's going to be a fun watch.
1: Yes, yes, yes. One of the most fascinating things about this is, of course, James Gunn was canceled famously uh, by uh, by followers or anti fans or just Twitter. We can just sum it up to that uh, because of his his past. And he uh, apologized, but also said, you know, that was you know a previous version of me. You know, can't can't we can't we move on with forgiveness? Disney canned him, and he moved over to DC, and this is the byproduct of it. So, will we see James Gunn in a? future DC event because uh, Marvel and Disney changed their minds, brought him back. He's coming back to direct guardians three in the future. So could we see someone who can go on both sides uh, of these, of these big superhero, uh, this big superhero rivalry?
0: It's a great question. And I think it's something that's totally on the table because even beyond the suicide squad, he's directing a limited series starring John Cena about the character, about John Cena's character in the Suicide Squad movie called Peacemaker, which will be on HBO Max. Awesome. Um, so he's going to continue to work with DC for at least through that. But beyond that, has nothing planned. But what I can tell you from, you know, the he, he interacts a lot on Twitter, which is really nice. But he and Margot Robbie have a really good relationship now. And there's been talk of him potentially taking on another movie with Harley Quinn in the future. Perfect. Um, which seems like a match made in heaven. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, Disney Marvel studios loves him. DC looks like, you know, they were willing to hand over the keys and basically say, you have total creative freedom, do your thing. Um, so it'll be interesting (laughs) to see where it goes because I, I can just tell you from watching it, he's really enjoying both sides of of the comics world there. And so, I mean, uh, unless his contract states, otherwise he could honestly be that guy.
1: Yeah, I wonder what Marvel and Disney have in their contracts for these directors. Obviously for the actors, we've seen them bounce back and forth between uh, studios and, and between worlds, so I don't really think there's as much restriction with them other than their publicists telling them which roles to pick um, if they have total control over it. I would definitely be down to see the directors have more freedom to to cross, uh, to cross studios and to cross uh, brands. That'd be pretty fantastic. I mean, imagine at this point if the Russo brothers came over to DC and just elevate that, obviously then the money is competing with them as always. But what if we were able to live in harmony with Marvel and DC as you and I have, have always hoped.
0: Yeah yeah I know it would be it would be interesting. It would change the game because Marvel's got a lot of great directors and DC's got great characters as I've said a billion times. Great characters, great source material. I think it would be really fun. A good question that we have in the comments right now is about what is this Suicide Squad in relation to the previous Suicide Squad? And I think it is a good question because there's some character crossover, right? Like we get Jai Courtney is still Captain Boomerang. Margot Robbie is still um, uh, Harley Quinn. you know, I think Viola Davis, was she Amanda Waller in the first? She was. Yeah, so she she's back. And then Idris Elba... No, no, no. He wasn't in the first one, was he?
1: He is taking over, I believe, as he... Uh... He's Bloodsport. Was that Will Smith? Will Smith or was, was Will Deadshot. Smith someone? He was Deadshot. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so, so
0: I think people thought he was going to be Deadshot because right. that seemed like the obvious choice because even the early character design sort of looked like Deadshot. And um, Idris Elba and Will Smith have similar... Acting styles in terms of like what they bring in that sort of like superhero setting, mm-hmm. um, so I think that's what people thought. But he's playing a character called Bloodsport, and I don't think there is a new Deadshot. So um, not in the
1: immediate list, not yet. We'll see.
0: Yeah, we will see. So it it's interesting because they're both going to reside in the DCEU but for all intents and purposes. I think this is pretty much viewed as like a remake. (laughs) You know, I think there will be some ties to other things that have happened in the DCEU. So they will be, they'll be tied together in some ways. And I don't, I certainly don't think this is to like ride out that suicide squad movie by David Ayer, but just kind of do a retry in hopes of getting a more favorable response. So it's going to be a little bit messy, but they're, this isn't a sequel. This is not a sequel to that movie, nor is it directly related to it. But there will definitely be some weirdness and some sort of adjacent
1: themes. So I like I like to think of it as okay. So you have the iconic Christopher Reeves uh, Superman, right? Well, now we have all these other Superman films, and they obviously technology is different, the time era is different, society is different. I would kind of consider that this, uh, if we will, you know, it'll be definitely easier to look back on it um, 10 years from now to kind of consider that. But since it's happening in real time right now, it's a little confusing, but that's how I see it. It's just, but it's it's like closer together than those were though. Like, that's true. Yeah.
0: I think that's, that's like, I look at it that way too, but it is confusing that like, they're both in the same extended universe, you know, like, even though like, that's kind of breaking down a little bit. They, they still like kind of are. So I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting. I guess I don't really have a full answer to that question, but I know that they're <laughs> not like, it's not a sequel. It's not meant to be a direct connection to that film. It's just meant to be a new Suicide Squad movie. So yep. that's, that's where we're at. Um, a couple of other DC related stories that we got. First one is that Pierce Brosnan was cast as a DC superhero. Dr. Fate in the Black Adam movie starring Dwayne Johnson. Um, and then Helen Mirren, um, was, was cast in Shazam Fury of the Gods as a character named Hespira, If I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. Um, she'll be the villain. She'll be the villain. So, um, that'll be interesting. I mean, Helen Mirren's awesome. And, I like the first Shazam movie. I mean, last week I talked about it. It was like one of the movies that I rated pretty highly in terms of DCEU movies. So I'm excited to get more Zachary Levi Shazam and I'm excited to get an actor of the caliber of Helen Mirren into the DCEU.
1: Yes, a dame, a dame Helen Mirren coming into the fold here. Pretty exciting. That's, you know, the Shazam series is already off to a fantastic start. I really hope that we get more of the full family that we saw at the end of the first Shazam uh, to just totally like play a huge part in Shazam 2. I don't know if we will or if it will, if they'll just let it die off and come back later. I want it to. And Helen Mirren is just. An absolute baller. She she just deserves everything. So let's bring her into this. Let's again make DC better. Let's let's start a hashtag. Make, make DC DC good. better.
0: Just make <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just make it good. Better. Just make it good. Like better better is good, but better doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> good because it's not, not good, good right now. now. So
1: make DC good, please. Now.
0: And then add please at the end because like please. it's like we're begging.
1: plz because it's a hashtag we don't (laughs) want to go too long
0: (laughs) yes exactly i love it i love it let's start it um okay speaking of making things better the hair is a new transformers movie coming that's right how many movies are in the series now and who's asking for this no one we need to stop them at all costs because we got
1: we got three shia labeouf's we got one Mark Wahlberg. We got one Haley Steinfeld. So is this number six? Is this number six? Well, I'm surprised it's only number six.
0: If that's true, <laughs> I'm surprised. Which one's the one where they're like
1: knights? You know what no I'm clue. saying? There's like it sounds like the Mark Wahlberg one. Isn't
0: there a black knight? Yeah, yeah. Is that that is the Mark Wahlberg one, I think. The, yeah. Now Bumblebee yeah. was actually good with Haley Steinfeld. Okay. But it's, still yeah. it was like it was like it was good for all the opposite reasons that the transformers movies are bad. (laughs) If that makes any sense. Like it was, it did things better than the other transformers movies did. So I am like scared. And also, I don't know, let's just like wait 10 years and hit refresh or something like that. I I don't know. Like, why do we, every five years we get one of these things rolled out and it's just like, uh, collective groan from the crowd and they, you know, they try to get us excited, which you know, they've got a hot filmmaker on the scene, and Angel, or uh, Angel Manuel Soto, who um, is from Charm City Kings, and so you know, they got a good screenwriter, they got a good director. They're like, this is gonna be awesome, and it very well made. But you know, just stop. You just know, stop, I don't care.
1: Please. I don't care how good it is. I don't know how I care how. I don't care how good as potential is I'm not I'm not seeing this I'm not going to see this movie I'm sorry they've I'm read
0: apathy that's what they've done they, they've they spit out too many mediocre Transformers movies so now like like I didn't see Bumblebee in theaters I didn't see it until a bunch of people were like hey it's actually really good you should check it out and I was like, even then I was like
1: oh, really yeah I have yet to see Bumblebee, and I will not. I will not. Haley <laughs> Steinfeld, you cannot make me.
0: <laughs> well, I like i i am a i am a Haley Steinfeld stan, and also, um, I kind of liked it, and it was way better than the other Transformers movies. But still, it's like ugh, I'm so tired of Transformers movies, and I'm tired of Bumblebee. Just stop. I'm tired of these characters.
1: I mean, just just let him let him die. Just <laughs> let him die a slow, wow. painful. Death.
0: That's that's kind of sinister. All right, let's move on from Transformers before Kirk gets arrested or something like that. Okay, other big news stories coming out of this week. Disney, as they are wont to do, that you know they do this thing, really fun, I really appreciate it, um, where they just drop a whole crap load of news on one day. Um, that's that's their preferred mode of, of communicating things. Mm-hmm. Um, they moved a bunch of release dates around. Okay, so... Um, Shang-Chi got moved to September, and Black Widow, (laughs) which will never seemingly never come out, got moved from May to July 9th, which means that it will have been two years since we got a Marvel film in theaters. Mm -hmm. Because Spider-Man Far From Home came out July 3rd, 2019. Oh my goodness! And that was yeah. Isn't that wild? That yes. is wild to think about. Um, and then they took a short break for to you know to transition into phase four, and they never got to see you know that break continues. That's that's just where we're at. So, um, other big part of this is that Black Widow they finally caved and they're going to put it on Disney Plus with Premier Access, which they said they would not do. <clears throat> but here's what they figured out. They have figured out that there are a bunch of people out there, a bunch of idiots like me, who will go see Black Widow in theaters and then come home and pay $30 to have it in my Disney Plus catalog so I can watch it again. 100%
1: and this is one that i'm not even going to hack into your account for i will also go to the theater with you and i will also put it on my disney plus account so i can watch it over and over and whenever i want because that's how excited i am about this movie
0: same i've been i've been hyped for it for so long the hype meter just stayed here for two years i'm gonna Mm -hmm. die from it soon if it doesn't stop and (laughs) Yeah, Kevin Feige must have been like, listen, guys, I know you don't want to put it on Disney Plus with Premier Access, but listen, we've got a bunch of mindless lemmings walking around out there who will, at the snap of a finger, go to the theater, see the movie, pay 15 bucks to do it, come home, pay 30 bucks to have it in their Disney Plus catalog mm-hmm. and watch it a thousand times. They will. Right. And there's not just a couple of them. There's an army. There's a whole army of of morons like me and you who will That's do it. And I'm proud of that status. I'm proud of being one of the mindless lemmings who will do it because
1: it's going to be great. Superhero movies back. I'll, I'll, I'll pay anything to see uh, Scarlett Johansson, anything to, for Florence Pugh and anything for David Harbour. All three of our stars in Black Widow. Like it's it's a no brainer. It is an absolute no brainer. So yes, I'll pay anything. Yes. I'll pay $50 Premiere access. Wow. Let's go. Let's go. Don't
0: say that too loud. They might be listening. They'll be like, listen, now it's Premiere Access Plus. You have to to pay $50 (laughs) and sign over your soul to Disney Studios. Um, (laughs) Cruella also is going to release on Disney Plus the same day. That was another thing that they announced. And they announced that Luca, the next Disney and Pixar film, will premiere exclusively on Disney Plus in the same way that Soul did and we'll skip theatrical window altogether which is it's really interesting because the Pixar movies do really well in theaters mm-hmm. and so I'm surprised I don't know it's it's such an interesting strategy to me because I'm like do these new movies like Soul and Luca and you know onward you know started in theaters but then got moved to disney plus because of the chaos that ensued like does that drive new subs do you think it does
1: i think it could right um maybe yeah
0: i don't know like like maybe it adds value to existing subscribers to where they're like oh man well we checked out luca and that was free and my kid loved it like maybe it does that which is important But I just don't see people being like, oh, man, I really wanted to see that. And it's only on Disney Plus. I guess I'm going to have to. Like, I I don't know. I don't know that Pixar drives that sort of behavior.
1: Here's a question. Does Disney Plus still have a free trial period? I I feel like they do. They do. I feel like they should do what uh, what HBO Max did, pull the plug on free trials and you just have to pay no matter what every time you sign up. And that way you drive traffic. So if, for these ones that are specifically like if someone is attached to Luca, I don't know that they would be specifically to it, but maybe they are. Maybe they are. That's how that's how I think Disney can make their next move and still only have your Premier access film as well. And then you have a double a double whammy for Disney because Disney is Disney, you know.
0: Yeah, they could cert- they could certainly do it. You know, when they have one of these big releases come out, right? Like mm-hmm. they, that's that's basically what um, that's that's what HBO did. They were like, like you said, like once they switched over to you having movies released immediately on HBO Max, then they were like, "Yep, yeah, no more free subs. <laughs> you have to right. you have to come get it. Fifteen. You have to pay. You have to pay us at least fifteen dollars if you want to check this out." Which, like, right. You know, still cheaper than going to the theaters if on the Disney end because that's six ninety nine. You go okay, well my kid wants to see the new Pixar movie six ninety nine, and then you can cancel afterwards. I mean, Disney still a month
1: minutes. anyways of watching whatever you want to do. Cancel if you need to. Another movie rolls out, turn it back on, or just get sucked in and forget it's there and just pay every month like you should. So
0: yeah, hey, it's a good call. I mean, I think that that's a good way for them to do it, but yeah. So Disney shuffled around a bunch of release dates. There were some others in there that were, um, slightly more minor. The King's man got moved again. Like a couple of those, like like those legacy Fox properties got shuffled around. Um, and the other thing that they announced on the Disney side and, and this, this was interesting because I feel like this was rumored a long time ago, like around the time that Disney had their big investor day last year. Um, was that there's a National Treasure series coming to Disney Plus?
1: Oh my! That's
0: right. We're gonna steal <laughs> the Declaration of Independence again. <laughs> and if Nicholas Cage is not in this show, Kirk, oh, I, I, I mean, I'm worried. I'm concerned. I'm concerned that he won't be.
1: Listen to me. If he is not, I vow. I vowed to become a computer programmer solely to hack into Disney plus and take it down. Yeah. I would take it down. Maybe your I life's not mission. Watch a national treasure without
0: Nicolas Cage. That's, that's admirable. Honestly, it really is. I, yeah. It's, it, is it even national treasure without Nicolas Cage? No, like they said, he, they is were... the
1: nation, he is the national treasure. <laughs> It's a double entendre. Yes. The movie title is actually referring
0: to him, not yes. the treasure that they're. Uh, that, that makes so much more sense. It always was. It always was. <laughs> it was there. It was in plain sight the whole time. <laughs> Just like the map on the Declaration of Independence. It was right That's there. That's right.
1: That's right. Wow.
0: Um, but yeah, they were like, the writers are returning. I was like, the writers? <laughs> we, like, the writers? We don't care about the writers. Anybody, no. we can have anybody write this. We want Nick Cage. Or give us Nick Cage or give us Death is what I want. I want say. Nick
1: Cage to write this and star in it because that would be and something. direct it. Yes. Yeah.
0: I think I, think <laughs> I want a so. one
1: man show of Nicolas Cage when theaters reopen of called National Treasure. We're still
0: waiting on The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I think that's the movie that's coming yeah. out that he's it's like oh. autobiographical. Oh, dude, that is going to yes. be a treat. And sadly, I haven't yet made time to watch the movie where. He is in the Chuck E. Cheese, basically killing all those um, Chuck E. Cheese monsters.
1: Right. I've also not checked this (laughs) out. I don't think
0: it's actually Chuck E. Cheese. So apologies for the defamation there, Chuck E. Cheese. But basically, there's a movie. um, What is this called? It's like it's like basically the name of the restaurant and and (laughs) there or the or the place and all these people are getting like attacked by these things and he's like the janitor at the place and he's like killing them.
1: Let me look it up. <laughs> so
0: I don't even know how that one slipped off my radar. So There's so much not... stuff to watch that I somehow passed up that gym.
1: <laughs> Willie's Wonderland. Willie's
0: Wonderland. That's what it is. That's what it is. I yeah, that's a must watch. If anybody's seen that one, I need the review. I need to know because that that's gonna be a blast. That's it's gonna rentable. be great.
1: I found the rest of my weekend. Good night, everybody. Right, I'll just see you later. right
0: after this, we just go I'll just walk over to the other room. <laughs> crack a couple brewskis willy willy's wonderland on the tv uh, that just sounds like a perfect saturday night to be quite honest with you
1: it's so good uh, it's it's so fantastic uh this might be next week uh, let's forget oh, about no. it, whatever we were gonna do we <laughs> <Not laughs> go- do-
0: can't not do godzilla versus kong it's kind of a big deal
1: i don't know have you seen these monsters this is pretty sick
0: I have seen, I've seen the trailer. I have seen the trailer and I, you know, it looks great. I'm excited about it. Um, I do have one more news story, which is that, and this is like pretty low effort news story, but I've been seeing it on my Twitter. Adam McKay is making a a show on HBO, which Adam McKay, he's the Talladega Nights guy, the big short, um, stuff like that. Uh, so Vice, yeah. Vice, yeah, did, he wasn't Wolf of Wall Street, that's Scorsese. That's what always tricks me. But he did yep. he did the big short. Anyway, he's making a show about the Showtime Lakers uh for HBO, and that cast yeah. is so awesome. He cast Bo Burnham as Larry Bird. And yes. and Bo Burnham is like six foot five, six foot six in real life. Mm-hmm. Um so that's gonna be just sick. And uh, I saw some other castings. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but uh, they they cast Jerry Bus in every casting that I've seen. I'm just like, this looks amazing. I cannot wait. Um, John C. Riley is playing is playing Jerry Bus, so I'm just like, ah <laughs> oh, yes, I need like. I had no idea this was coming somehow. Slipped under the radar. But I also didn't know that I needed this in my life until I saw all the casting news, and I was like, yeah, this has to happen. This it's Oh, and, a pretty big and Jason cast. Siegel's in there, too. I think he's... He is Paul Westhead. Paul Westhead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be just the greatest.
1: Jason Clark is playing Jerry West. Excellent choice. That is,
0: a, that is an excellent choice, and he's a fantastic actor. Underrated actor.
1: He really is. He really is. Oh, man. And... Those are the, the biggest names. I'm trying to see if there's any other um any other there's a character named Rodney, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't I just really appreciate
0: Adam McKay's like finding the perfect person for a role. He will like find like he wants them to look like them, move like them. Like he he's just he's amazing at that. And I like even the Christian Bale as Dick Cheney thing was totally wild but it worked and so kudos to adam K. i can't wait for that show it's gonna be so great it's gonna be so great all right
1: it's gonna be wild
0: that is all we've got for what's poppin let's pop it up one last time thank you for listening to this episode of popcorn for breakfast our executive producer is ryan spriggs and our original music is by rhetoric you can check them out on spotify apple music and amazon music we are on Facebook at popcorn, the Number 4 breakfast as well as Twitter and Instagram at PFB underscore podcast. Check the description to find out how you can connect with us on Discord, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on Twitch. If you like this episode, please subscribe, like, comment, rate, or review. And if you want more, you can find all of our episodes and videos on PopcornTheNumber4Breakfast.com. We'll see you next time.